This is the L3 Leadership Podcast, episode number 103. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode number 103 of the L3 Leadership Podcast. My name is Doug Smith, and I'm the founder of L3 Leadership. We're a leadership development company in the city of Pittsburgh, and we are devoted to helping you become the best leader that you can be. If you're new to the podcast, we always bring you three episodes each month to help you grow your leadership skills. One is from our leadership breakfast that we host each month. One will be an interview with myself and a high-level leader, and then once a month, you'll get a personal leadership lesson by me as well, and we hope that they'll add value to your life. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I'd really appreciate if you could leave a rating and review for us on iTunes. It really does make a difference, and it takes about 30 seconds, so... If you could hop on iTunes, just search for the L3 Leadership Podcast, then leave a rating and review. That would be fantastic. This specific episode is actually a personal leadership lesson from me, and I'm going to be talking to you about how to handle seasons of transition in our lives. But before I jump into that, I just want to thank our sponsors, Bab Inc., and they are a third-party administrator and consulting firm and insurance broker in Pennsylvania and all across the country. They're kind enough to host our monthly leadership breakfasts, and they are absolutely phenomenal. So if you have any insurance needs or just want to check them out, I would really encourage you to look at their website at Babbins.com. That's B-A-B-B-I-N-S.com. That's Babbins.com. And we appreciate them so much. So that being said, I just want to jump right into the lesson. Again, I'm talking to you today about how to handle transitions in our lives. And I think it's a very important thing for all of us to learn. Um, I talk to people about transition all the time. And I really felt like I've learned a lot about transitioning in life. And I really hope that this encourages you, whether you're in the middle of a transition, whether you feel like one is coming on, or you're on the other side of it and maybe just didn't handle it well. So I hope this encourages you. I won't take up any more time. I'll be back at the end with a few announcements. Enjoy the lesson. Everyone, today I'd like to talk to you on the subject of how to handle transitions in our lives. I'm running this lesson because in the past five years, I've talked to so many leaders about transition in their own lives. I've talked to many leaders who feel like a transition's coming. Uh, I feel like many leaders I've talked to are in the middle of a transition. And of those transitions, some were good transitions and some were bad. And I talk to people all the time who have been through transitions in their life and they are still being impacted by it today. And uh, in some cases, it was the best thing that ever happened to them. In other cases, the transition is causing them to be bitter uh, and have a lot of resentment, and it's holding them back from ultimately the future that God has planned for them. And so in those five years of talking to leaders, I've been just sharing lessons that God's taught me through lessons of transition in my life, and I've gotten all kind of good feedback on this. I actually did a blog post uh, the other week on exactly this podcast, and I got a ton of good feedback and so many people were going through transitions and don't know how to handle it and said it was really, really uh, beneficial for them. So that's why I'm writing this lesson. Before we jump into the practical parts, I want to recommend a resource to you. Uh, This is one of my favorite books by Dr. Henry Cloud. It's called Necessary Endings. And uh, the title kind of says it all, but Necessary Endings. And he really just talks about how uh, how literally in life, some endings are necessary, some transitions are necessary, and we have to get used to them. And if we're really going to reach our full potential, then we have to be okay with seasons ending, with jobs ending, um, and with just seasons of our life changing. And so I really encourage you, if you haven't read that book and you feel like you are in the middle of a transition or feel like one's coming up, I really encourage you to read Necessary Endings by Henry Cloud. I'll be quoting him a lot throughout the lesson. 
So again, my purpose today is to simply share some lessons that I've learned about seasons of transition in my life. And whether my hope is that whether you're in about to transition, you're in a transition, or you're on the other side of in, uh, a transition, I really hope that this podcast will encourage you and help get you through that, uh, and you'll be better for it. So that being said, let's just jump right into the lesson and some of the lessons that I've learned about transition. And I want to start with talking about good transitions. Uh, what to do in good transitions. And, you know, what are some good transitions in life? You know, maybe you got promoted. Maybe you got a new job that uh, has more responsibility. Maybe you became a parent. I would say that's a pretty good transition. I just became a parent. So I'm actually in a season of transition myself as we speak. I'm learning how to be a parent. Maybe you're getting married. Uh, there's all kind of good transitions that take place in our life. Uh, and just because they're good doesn't mean that we're not going to have to do something um, to adapt and make it a good transition. Uh, I remember uh, one of my fondest stories when it comes to transitions was a guy named Bob Beal. I was listening to a, a CD by him, and he talked about how he interned at a, a psychiatrist's office for a summer. And they, he was in a counseling meeting one time, and this guy came in, and he was counseling, and he, he just had his third baby. And he said to the doctor, he said, uh, man, when is life going to get back to normal? You know, three, having three kids is absolutely crazy. Like, I just want life to be like it used to be. I want it to be normal again. And the doctor just smiled and simply looked at him and said, uh, this is your new normal. This is your new normal. There's no normal. Life will never go back to being as easy as it was with two kids or one kid or when you were just married or when you were single. Life is never going to go back to, to being as easy as it was. This is your new normal. And as a result, you're going to have to learn to adapt to your new normal. And that's, that lesson's always really made a big impact on me uh, because I've had all kind of new normals in my life. And with every good transition in your life, there's going to be a new normal. And how do you navigate good transitions in your life? Uh, I've been trying to put words to it for years, and I finally uh, found a resource, actually, that spoke to it way better than I could. And so let me recommend this resource to you, and then I'll tell you what I learned from it. Um, this is the be These are four questions to ask yourself in the midst of a season of rapid growth or a good transition. And I got these from Matthew Keller, who's the pastor of Next Level Church in Florida, in Fort Myers. And he has his own leadership podcast that I encourage you to check out. In fact, he covers these questions in his uh, one of the episodes on his podcast. It's called How to Not Lose Your Way in Seasons of Rapid Growth. And again, if you want to listen to that, I'll include a link in the show notes, but you can simply Google Matt Keller's Leadership Podcast and you should find that. But here's the four questions he says to ask yourself in a season of rapid growth or what I would call a good transition. And in fact, these are questions I'm asking myself now uh, that I just had my first kid. But here are the four questions, and I hope they help you. I hope you're taking notes. Number one, what priorities do I have to shift as a leader? What priorities do I have to shift as a leader? There's a new season. It's a season of growth. It's a good transition. As a result, I'm going to have to change my priorities. Uh, you know, as a new dad, I'm going to have to have new priorities in life. My baby is now my number one priority over a lot of other things that I was doing that were great. Um, but now I have a whole new priority in my life um, that, that takes over a lot. And so I need to change my priorities. So what am I doing? I'm looking at my schedule. I'm looking at everything that I invest my time in and saying, is this a priority? Is this even necessary? etc. And, and what do I need to prioritize? How can I put in my calendar that I'm prioritizing my daughter and my family? So you have to ask yourself, what priorities are you going to have to shift? The second question to ask yourself in a good transition is this, what skill sets will I need to improve in order to ready, get ready for the next level? 
What skill sets will I need to improve in order to get ready for the next level? Specifically, again, I know I'm talking family life, but having a kid, I'm thinking, okay, what skill sets do I need? I'm going to need to get better at delegating. I tend to take on too much myself and do too much of the work myself. So I need to find people that will help that I can hand the work off to so I can really make my family a priority and go to the next level in my family life. I need to develop that skill set more. Uh, and you know, as you're going through a new transition, whether it's a new job, et cetera, what skill sets do you need to learn to go to the next level? Great question. Question number three, what disciplines do I need uh, in this new level of the good transition? What disciplines will I have to up? What disciplines will I have to get rid of? Again, uh, you're, it's the same thing with skill sets. You're going to have to put new disciplines in practice if you're going to go to the next level in a good transition. And then finally, question number four, and I love this, what temptations will I need to be aware of in this new transition? What temptations will I need to be aware of in this transition? You know, uh, having a baby, there's more stress in our life. There's more, uh, there's going to be temptations for me to want to stay at work longer because I don't want to go home and take care of the baby. I don't know. I've heard things like that, right? But what temptations are going to come my way? Am I going to get greedy for money because I have to take care of my family now? And I, am I going to start pursuing a job simply because I can make more money somewhere? Um, what temptations do I need to be aware of? With whatever transition you're going through, what temptations do you need to be aware with? Aware of? I just really encourage you to think about that in life. What temptations do you need to be aware of? And I think if you'll ask yourself those four questions that Matt Keller talks about uh, when you're having good transitions, transitions, it'll really help you navigate that transition well. So that's really all the time I really want to talk about as far as good transitions, because those are always good. Good transitions are great. You know, other than really having to, to grow to the next level, not a lot of work you have to do with a good transition. So I just want to spend the rest of the time talking to what I talk to most leaders about, and that's uncomfortable transitions. Uncomfortable transitions. Henry, let me tell you about these. Henry Cloud says this about uncomfortable transitions. He said, there are also those endings that are forced upon us. Endings we do not choose, but that we cannot work through very well either. As a result, we remain in pain or stuck, unable to pursue a new phase in life. These endings include divorce, being fired or laid off, death of a loved one, disintegration of a friendship, chronic illness, and so on. We do not choose these endings. They are thrust upon us by the people we have trusted and sometimes by truly horrible events in life. If we're not prepared or have not had too many losses before, these endings can render us broken, depressed, and floundering, sometimes for years. Sometimes for years. And listen, even if, if you even if you quit your job, right, and it's an uncomfortable transition, and I think it's so important to, that last... Uh, sentence is so important by Dr. Henry Cloud when he said, these endings can render us broken, depressed, floundering, sometimes for years. And that's where I see a lot of leaders in the midst of transition be. They end up being in a place where they're bitter, they're broken, they're depressed, and they're floundering, and they literally waste months and years of their life um, trying to recover from an uncomfortable transition. I know for me, I went through an uncomfortable transition, and I went through about a six-month period where I, where I had a midlife crisis. Um, I was wasting my life. I was constantly worrying. And in the midst of that, God taught me a lot. And, and really, he taught me what I'm about to share with you uh, and that I hope will encourage you. But I, I just want you to get a vision that, listen, the reason you need to learn how to handle transition well is because if you don't, you will waste years of your life. And I'm not, ta- I'm not saying that there's not periods where you need to grieve and there's going to be you know an uncomfortable week or two or month or two. But I mean, if it's been five years since a bad transition and you still can't get over it, then there's, there's an issue there. 
And so I want to spend the rest of our time just sharing with you a few things that God really taught me uh, in a season of an uncomfortable transition. And again, my hope is that it'll encourage you and it'll equip you to handle uncomfortable transitions in your life. So let's go. Number one is this. Sometimes God has to dry up the well and often they're not pleasant times. Now, I know that sounds a bit, a bit spiritual, but let me explain. Sometimes God has to dry up the well, and often they are not pleasant times. I got that uh, that quote or that thought from a message that really helped me in my season of transition by a man named Carter Conlon, who's the pastor of Times Square Church, and it had a huge impact on me. And the scripture he uses is found in the Old Testament. It's in 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 5 through 9. And it says this, it says, So Elijah did as the Lord told him, and camped beside the brook. East of the Jordan, the ravens brought him bread and meat each morning and evening, and he drank from the brook. But after a while, the brook dried up, for there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Go. I'm going to read that last portion again. But after a while, the brook dried up, for there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. And then the Lord said to Elijah, Go. And Carter went on to say, Pastor Carter Conlon said, sometimes to get us to move on in life, God has to dry up the well in our current seasons. And these often aren't pleasant times, but they're necessary because we're all campers by nature. If it were up to us, we'd stay in the same place where we're comfortable forever. So if if we're going to move to where God wants us to move, sometimes he has to dry up the well and make it uncomfortable for us to to leave. And you know, this is why I think sometimes you can uh, be working somewhere that you absolutely love, you're so passionate about, you would do anything for the place. uh, And then all of a sudden you find yourself being uh, upset at the place. It doesn't feel like it used to be. And it doesn't mean that anything necessarily changed with them. But but inside, you just feel like your well is drying up. You don't have the passion that you did. You don't have the excitement you did. And sometimes I really believe that God is is drying up the well um, or making it uncomfortable. So you actually move so you can do what he wants you to do in the next season. But I think where so many people get caught up is they don't think uh, that they're supposed to leave or they're afraid to leave, and so they just camp. Henry Cloud said this about campers. He said, uh, there's people that don't believe in seasons and think that this season that they're in is going to last forever. He said, so what I encourage you to do, don't do that. Believe in life cycles and seasons because they are real. I always tell people all the time, enjoy where you're at because you're there for a reason and for a season. And so there's something for you to learn, but don't think that you're going to be there forever. Something that my pastor always told me that uh, I didn't really get until I had to walk through, but he said, never put a period where God puts a comma. Never put a period where God puts a comma. And all basically he was saying was never make up your mind and say, like for me in my life, I thought I was going to be a youth pastor forever, or I thought I was going to be a senior pastor and plant a church. And so I was like, that's it. I'm going to be a youth pastor. So if anything else opened up, I would automatically say no to it. And I would limit what God wants me to do with my life. What if God doesn't want me to be a youth pastor? What if God doesn't want me to plant a church? And I had to learn that the hard way, but I think it's just so important to realize that just be grateful for where you're at, but realize that there's going to be times in your life where God has to dry up the well to get you to move. And the best thing that you can do when God says to move is move. And so some of you might be listening to this and saying, I feel like a transition's coming on, but I, how am I supposed to know? In my opinion, and again, this leans to more spiritual side, but it's who I am. In my opinion, you have to hear from God. Uh, the best advice I heard when I was in a tough season, an uncomfortable season of transition was this, until you know, until you know that you know that you know that it's time to go, stay. And when you know, when you know that you know that you know that it's time to go, then go. 
I don't think it gets any clearer than that. And so for two years, I really felt like in my life, uh, the well was drying up in the season of life that I was in. And, uh, but again, I, I kept feeling I'm supposed to stay. I'm supposed to stay. I'm supposed to stay, even though it was uncomfortable. And then finally, the door opened up and I felt like it was the right one. I felt like God was saying go. And so I went and um, the rest is history. And I'll share a little bit about what happened uh, in a, a little bit. But again, so if you're, you don't know what to do in the middle and you think your transition's coming, one, hear from God. Two, I encourage you to get wise counsel. You need to surround yourself by wiz, uh, mentors who have tons of wisdom, who can pour into your life and that know you well. And then three, just let it take time. Um, sometimes I think we just get uncomfortable in a season and we give it a month and we say, okay, I'm out of here. And, uh, and God might not be speaking to us to move on at all. And so I just encourage you, wait it out. You can always quit tomorrow. Wait out another day. Give it another three months. Um, but let take the time it needs to know that you know that you know that it's time to go. And until you do, stay. So number one, recognize that God's going to dry up the well. And often they're not pleasant times, but they're intended for you to get you to go to where God wants you to go. So don't be afraid of them. The second lesson I learned in uncomfortable transitions is this. Do not get better bitter about your last season. Do not get bitter about your last season. I don't care if it was a good transition or a bad transition. It is so easy to get bitter about the last season of your life, about the people that were in the last season of your life, about the place you worked in the last season of your life. Do not do it. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you it will be a waste of your time and energy. In fact, I'd argue with you, if you're still bitter, then you're not trusting that God has something better for you in the future. If you're still bitter about the past, then you are not trusting that God has something better for you in the future. And I'll talk more about that in the lessons below, but Isaiah 26 verse 3 in the Bible says, He will keep you in perfect peace whose eyes are fixed on Him. And I remember I was, this was about dating, but I remember uh, talking to a pastor about a season of worry that I was in and I was bitter and all these things. And he just looked at me and he shared that verse with me. He said, you're not trusting God. And the reality was I wasn't. I was looking at myself. I was looking at all the circumstances. I'm telling you, do not look at all that stuff. Just look to God. Do not get bitter. And if you'll look to God and trust that he has something great planned for you in the future, he will give you peace. And there's nothing better than having peace in the midst of an uncomfortable transition. I'm telling you, you can't do it without God. Do not get bitter about your last season. Number three, determine why you were in a season of transition and learn the lessons that you need to learn from it. Determine why you're in a season of transition and learn the lessons you need to learn from it. You know, oftentimes if it's a bad transition or even if it's good um, and, and we quit and, you know, maybe we thought we were being treated poorly or maybe we did get treated poorly, regardless of whether or not that is true, you have to determine in transition and really look inside to see if you were part of the problem. You have to see if you were part of the problem. I see so many people miss this and it, it just drives me nuts. They point the finger at the last season of their life and the people in the last season of their life, but they never point the finger at themselves and say, hey, maybe I was a part of the problem. Maybe I didn't grow enough or maybe um, I had blind spots that I didn't know about. And I want to encourage you, if, if you want to grow, have the strength and courage to go to the people in the last season of your life and ask them if you were part of the problem or ask them what you could do to grow and develop so that you don't repeat the same mistake over and over again. Because here's what I know. We often, we have blind spots that we don't know about and if we don't learn how to deal with them, they're going to carry into the next season of our life. And here's what I know. People might not recognize them at first, but eventually people are going to know them. And if you don't learn to deal with them, now you're going to have to deal with them in the next season of your life. 
So I encourage you finish. If you're in the middle of a transition, make sure that you end the transition well. Because if you don't, you're going to end up having to learn the same lessons that you were supposed to learn in this season next. It's just going to drive you nuts. Henry Cloud said this. He said, when we fail to end things well, we are destined to repeat the mistakes that keep us from moving on. I love that. Learn to end things well by figuring out what lessons you need to learn from the last season of transition of your life. That's so huge. The next thing I learned in in times of uncomfortable transitions is this, is you'll find the unhealthy places you were finding your value. In times of uncomfortable transition, you will find the unhealthy places you were finding your value. I've shared this often, but when I had a big transition, mine was from a church. I worked at a big church, and I didn't know it, but all of my value was in the fact that I worked at a big church. I thought I was a big deal. I thought I got opportunities because I worked at a big church, and I wouldn't have said that, but I didn't realize what I thought I had until I I didn't have it anymore. And so I was finding all my value in this, and what really happened was I had an identity crisis. I said, you know, if I'm not working at this church, then who am I? If I don't have this connection, then who am I? And I, and I thought I was a nobody. And the reality was I thought I, would, all, I, I thought all my opportunities were gone. I thought I would never do anything great for God again. And I was depressed for about six months. And what I really found and what God really taught me was my identity was in the wrong things. My identity was where I work and what I do when the reality is my, my identity should just be found in Him and who I am and whose I am. And to trust God that He'll take care of me. Keith Moore said this, and it really helped me. He said, if you find your identity in anything you can lose, you're in danger of having an identity crisis. If your identity is in how good you are or how awesome you are, or how connected you are, or X, Y, Z, if it's in anything that you can lose, you're in danger of an identity crisis. So I encourage you, do it now. Do the hard work of, of finding your identity in Christ and finding your identity in who you are and whose you are now. I, I, I'm constantly evaluating um, where my identity is. And if I'm honest, all too often my identity is still in what I do. I work at Light of Life Rescue Mission now. We help the homeless. And if I'm not careful, I, I can start to think all my values and that I work for the homeless and I'm doing a great work. But that's not true. My, my value is not in that. And so I just want to encourage you to catch yourself. And would you be okay if, if this all went away? Get to a place where I, I, my heart and my desire is I want to get to a place where if I didn't work at Light of Life, I would be fine. If I didn't have L3 leadership, I would be fine. And that's where I want to get to in my heart. And I'm getting closer every day. I'm certainly not perfect. But uh, the, the more you can find your identity in, in Christ and who you are and whose you are, uh, the less likely you are uh, to have an identity crisis and be depressed in the middle of an uncomfortable transition. Few more lessons. The next lesson I learned is ministry, or you could say success, is not a job. Ministry is who you are, where you are. Again, I'll say that again. Ministry is not a job. Ministry is who you are, where you are. This has a lot to do with the identity thing as well. Um, but for me, I really uh, I thought that ministry was where I worked. I thought that ministry was being a part of something, um, of a church, etc. But what I learned is ministry is just simply who I am, doing what God calls me to do day in and day out. And if you're not in the ministry world, if that's not the context in which you work, I would say this, success and whatever your endeavor is, it's not a job. It's not something you do. Success is simply who you are, where you are. Everywhere you go, you can be significant. If you'll just do what you're supposed to do day in and day out. 
And I wish I would have known that. I wish I would have known that I didn't have to have a certain job or a title in order to feel successful or in order to feel like I was doing ministry, that I could simply be who I am, where I am, and make the difference that God intended me to make. That was huge for me. The next lesson I learned is if God's called you to do something, he's the only one that can take it away. If God's called you to do something, he's the only one that can take it away. Again, this has everything to do with what I've been talking about, but this was another lesson I learned in that season of transition. And when I left the big church, I thought all of my opportunities in life were a result of being at that church. So I thought all my opportunities were done. I really enjoyed speaking. I enjoyed networking. I enjoyed leading. And um, I basically thought I'd never have opportunities to do any of those things again. Uh, But shortly after that, after the season of transition, the opposite happened. I actually had more opportunities open up for me after the transition was over. And that's when I really learned that, that God is my source. And God can open up doors that nobody else can open. And I just need to be faithful and trust Him. God's the the... God is is the one that can open doors no one else can open. He's the one that can give you opportunities. Stop looking to people, places, and things to fill that need in your life and start trusting God that if he's called you to do something, that he'll make it happen. As long as you don't disqualify yourself, you you have a part to play in that as well. You got to do the work. You got to show up. You have to be faithful. But if you'll do those things, God will show up every time and he'll open up doors that you never dreamed possible. When you're in a season of transition, remember that if God's called you to do something, he's the only one that can take it away. Next, God is bigger than the last season of your life. God's bigger than the last season of your life. Um, Sometimes, you know, when we're in the middle of a transition in our life, we don't actually believe that God can do anything greater than what he did in the last season of our life. It's so easy to think just what I was thinking, that it'll never be as good as it once was. But I remember my father-in-law constantly encouraging me, God, Bubba, God, Bubba's my nickname for those of you listening, but he said to me, Doug, man, God is bigger than the last season of your life. God's bigger. God has bigger things for you. Bigger, 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 bigger. And can I be honest with you, for the first year you'd say that, I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Thanks, Mr. Rogers. Thanks for the great quote, whatever. Because uh, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe that God is bigger than the last season of my life. But can I tell you this? He is. Man, God's bigger. God made the universe. I mean, he makes planets. So for him to do something bigger and better than the last season of your life is is simple for him. And I just want to encourage you, if you're going through a season of transition, trust God that your best days are ahead of you and not behind you. God can make your future better than your past. You have to believe that. And I'm living proof that it's possible. God's bigger than the last season of your life. A few more lessons next one would be be grateful for the last season of your life and the impact it made on you. Be grateful for the last season of your life and the impact that it made on you. Again, regardless of how your transition happened, etc., be grateful for the lessons learned. I think so many times in the middle of uh, being uncomfortable and we can be bitter and have unforgiveness, all these things, that we can forget how awesome it was to work or be a part of the season that we were just in. And I think if you'll really take time and reflect and just say, you know, what did I learn in that last season? What was the best? How much did I grow? What, what happened in my life that was awesome? If you'll start listening to those things, I think you'll fill up pages of how awesome it was at that last season and just be grateful for it. 
And you know what? Honor those who are in the last season of your life. If, if it was a job, if it was a person, um, if it was a family, whatever the last season of your life looked like, be grateful for it and show honor them. Write them thank you notes saying, thank you so much. That season that I spent at working at that church changed my life. I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to work there. In fact, everything I'm doing today is a result and, and, and really just part of what I was doing there. I learned everything I needed at that church. And so I'm so grateful for them. So I'm constantly trying to find ways to honor them and lift them up and serve there, um, etc. So be grateful. If you find bitterness sinking in, replace it with gratitude. Next, two more lessons. Recognize that God wants you to get where God wants you to go more than you want to get where God wants you to go. One of my favorite quotes of all time is by Mark Batterson. Recognize that God wants you to get where God wants you to go more than you want to get where God wants you to go. So uh, I'll just say this, that uh, where I work, I work at Light of Life Rescue now, Mission now. I've been there for almost six years, which is crazy. Um, when I left, I, I transitioned from the church that I was on staff at to help plan a church, which I, I knew I was supposed to do. When I left there, uh, I was looking for a job in the business world and in sales and marketing. I was not looking for nonprofit. I wasn't looking for ministry. The church plan couldn't pay me yet. So I said, hey, I'll just work somewhere for a year until the church plan could pay me. So I interviewed at all these places. I had a job lined up. They said, hey, we can't start you until two months from now. So until then, can you get by? Well, I didn't know what to do. Literally, and I love this about God, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, at seven o'clock in the morning, one morning, I got a call asking of someone asking me to come and interview at Light of Life. I interviewed, got the job, and really the rest is history. And about a year into my, my job at Light of Life, I really felt like God was dealing with me to stay there. And I've been there ever since, obviously. But looking back now, I mean, I can see it so clearly. You know, I had no idea what God wanted to do in my life, but I can see it so clearly that, man, God wanted me to end up where I am today more than I did. And he knew I would end up here, but I didn't. And he had to, he had to do so many things for me to get here. He had to dry up the well and actually get me to leave. And he had to lead me and guide me. And out of nowhere, he opened up a door out of nowhere. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, so, so many times the reason people get disappointed in uncomfortable seasons of transition is because they have these expectations of what could have been or what could be. And, uh, and they think that again, if they, if, if one season ends that, that, that's, there goes their opportunity. There goes their chance of ever doing anything great. And I'm here to tell you, it's just not true. If you're a child of God, if you follow God, man, God will get you where he wants you to go. God will get you to that end destination. If you have a dream in your heart, I'm telling you, if it's for God and you're pursuing God, he'll cause it to come to happen. But here's what I know. It may not be the way you think it is. You know, I thought I was going to be on staff at that church forever. And I don't know what would happen afterwards, but I just saw myself being there forever. But I didn't know that God wanted to move me here and then move me there and to give me these skills. And I don't know what he's preparing me for, to be honest with you. Uh, that whole lesson of never putting a period where God puts a comma, that's how I live my life now. I just say, people always are like, Doug, where do you see yourself in five years? Where This sounds so cliche, but wherever God wants me. Wherever God wants me is where I want to be. Um, and so, and I know God will get me there. If he needs to make it uncomfortable for me for, to leave, man, that's going to need to happen again. But I trust him now because I see how awesome he is. And I just want to encourage you, if you're discouraged because you think God's plan for you is over because of an uncomfortable transition, you have to believe that God wants you to get where God wants you to go more than you do. God wants the desires of your heart, the dreams in your heart, as long as they're for his glory, to happen more than you do. And when you realize that, you can trust him. Here's what I know about, uh, here's what I love, something that Henry Cloud said in his book. He said, without the ability to end things, people stay stuck. 
never becoming who they are meant to be, never accomplishing all their talents and abilities should afford them. Guys, I love that. Without the ability to end things, people stay stuck, never becoming who they were meant to be and never accomplishing their talents and abilities, what their talents and abilities should afford them. And here's what I know. If you're following God, there's more in you than you think there is. You have more gifts and talents than you think you do. And you're capable of far more than you think you are. And sometimes you'll never find that out if you're not willing to have necessary endings, if you're not willing to have transition in your life. So stop worrying about transition. Just let God move you and let him get you where he wants to go. I didn't know I could do fundraising. I didn't know I could do this podcast. I didn't know I could start a company. But those are all things that I did because God moved me into another season. And so I know if God has to move me again, it's for my good. And it's because he wants to develop me into who I was meant to be. So let God do his work, the work that only he can do. And then lastly, I'll close with this. This is the last lesson I'll close with. Soon, sorry, I'm sipping on my Starbucks iced coffee. I love, love, love Starbucks iced coffee. Last lesson. Soon, it will be better than it's ever been. Soon it will be better than it's ever been. Uh, when I was in a season of uncomfortable transition, I remember there was a message I heard by Keith Moore, and he was encouraging people in the beginning. And he just had a, uh, a word on his heart, and it was simply better than it's ever been. And he talked about it, and he, he was just speaking out, and he just said, you know, some of you have been down and out. Some of you have been discouraged. Some of you, when people ask you how you are, you can't even look them in the eye because you're so ashamed or so upset about the season that you're in. But he said, but not in not many days, man, people are going to come to you and they're going to say, hey, how's it going? How are you? And you'll look at them with a huge smile on your face, with a gleam in your eye, and you'll smile and say, brother, it's better than it's ever been. Better than it's ever been. Even at its best, it wasn't this, this good. Even at its best, the last season wasn't as good as this season. It's better than it's ever been. And I remember when I was in a season of discouragement and almost depression, I just remember thinking that it's never, I just, people would ask me how I'm doing and I'd say, oh, you know, I'm I'm doing okay. I mean, I just, I was not doing great. I couldn't even look people in the eye. I was ashamed. I never thought I'd do anything significant with my life. And I heard that, that message and it just, I said, okay, God, I'm trusting you that in a few months, in a few years, uh, people are going to say, Doug, how's it going? I'm going to say it's better than it's ever been. It's better than it's ever been. And even at its best, my life has never been this good. And can I tell you something? It's been five years now and life is better than it's ever been. And I'm so grateful that God taught me how to transition well. And whether it was a good transition, whether it's an uncomfortable transition, whether it was a transition by my choice or whether it was a transition by someone else's choice, God has taught me the value of transitioning well. And I want to encourage you. I hope this this podcast encourages you to transition well. Whether you're in a season of transition, feel like one's coming, or when one does come, I encourage you to go back and listen to this because God wants you to handle transition in a healthy way. And listen, life's better than it's ever been right now in my life, but here's what I know. God could have another transition for me coming up in the next few months that may be difficult for me. But because I've learned these lessons, because God's been faithful in the past to help me transition well, I know he'll be faithful in the future too as well. So 
I hope this encouraged you. I'm curious, have you ever experienced a, a season of transition in your life? And if so, what did you learn? I'd love to hear from you. You can go to l3leadership.org forward slash episode 103103 and, uh, and leave a comment in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. If this podcast encouraged you, uh, please let us know in the comment section. I'd love to hear from you. So thanks for listening. I uh, can't wait to talk to you next episode and have a great day. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to my lesson on transitions. Uh, if you would like the notes, ways to connect with me and uh, to comment, I would love to hear from you. You can go to l3leadership.org forward slash episode 103 and, uh, and everything that you need will be on there. I do want to invite you, we're about one week away. We're having a Pirates tailgate and game with Sean Amirati next Monday, June 20th, 2016. He's going to be giving away 100 copy of, copies of his new book, The Science of Growth. And we're going to have Chick-fil-A. Sean's going to be giving a talk, and then we're all going to head over to the Pirates game, and this event sponsored by the Pittsburgh Kids Foundation. Tickets are 10 bucks. There's only about 30 left, and you can get them at l3leadership.org forward slash pirates, and we'd love to see you there uh, next Monday evening. Uh, I want to thank our other sponsors, 068, uh, again, an awesome company led by my friend Daniel Bull, and they actually start companies with ex-convicts and uh, just doing an incredible work. I can't, he's transforming men's lives and women's lives. Uh, if you want to check them out, go to 068.org. They're doing incredible work. That's all spelled out, 068.org, and you'll really love what they're doing. Again, if you enjoy the podcast, I'd appreciate if you leave a rating and review. It really does make a difference, uh, whether that's on iTunes or Stitcher. So thank you for that. And if you want to stay up to date with what we're doing at L3 Leadership, you can sign up for our email list at l3leadership.org. As always, I like to close with a quote. I thought this was a great fitting quote for the lesson today. Mark Batterson said this. He said, if you tell me the last time you were uncomfortable, I'll tell you the last time that you grew. And the reality is for us to grow to our maximum potential, sometimes we have to get uncomfortable and sometimes uncomfortable comes with transition in our lives. And that's what this whole lesson was about. So again, I hope the lesson encouraged you and you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening and being a part of L3 Leadership. My wife, Laura, and I appreciate you so much and we'll talk to you next episode. Mm -hmm.